Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the AMA with Zar Dow, hosted by a wrecked gang. Let's take a listen. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How about yourself? I'm, uh, I just listened to some Wu Tang, so I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> very nice, very nice. I, I see we have two of y'all. Oh, nice uh, profile pic with the Joe in the middle. I love it. Yeah, thank you for sure. <laughs> Let me just ping some people and post this on Twitter, and uh, we'll get started in about uh, four minutes. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm like walking back home right now, so I should be back by then. So that works. All right. I, I posted some pings in our Discord as well as on Twitter, so I'm um, expecting some people to join in now. And like I said, we'll get started in about two minutes, if that's okay with you, just to give everyone the opportunity to join in. Um, wondering if Finn is here to record the spaces. I know I, I said it to be recorded, but let me ping him real quick as well. He's probably busy in the Joe space <laughs> right now. All right. I, I think we can get started. People will trickle in. Uh, so welcome. Uh, thanks for making the time today to kind of have this chat with us. I think it's going to be really fun and interesting. Uh, I know a lot of people were excited to about the airdrop, right? And uh, they want to learn more about what uh, Deliver Dao or, or Zara Dao is. So uh, I guess I'll let you guys get introduced. I'm Berserker, Rec Zerker, uh, co-founder of Rec Gang. We're an NFT project and, you know, we like to... Uh, bring education to our holders and everyone around. So I think this is going to be a great opportunity to learn more about you guys. So go ahead. Uh, y'all can introduce yourselves. Yeah, I'm a, I'm 2X Angel Fire. Um, I'm one half of what was um, DeliverDAO, which is... Uh, so, so we launched our, our product on November 3rd. Um, we'll forecast. It's a prediction market. We'll go you know, more into detail on... on how exactly you play with it and, and how you can, you know, bet up or down um, with the, with, with forecast. But um, that's just to say that before this, um, it was just me and Dionysus um, who's on the Zardao uh, account right now, walking home. <laughs> um, but I, I'm yeah, we're back, by the way. So okay. we're good. <laughs> okay. like, keep going. Buy me like two minutes of time. We're good. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so, I'm one half, Dionysus is the other half of, and we sort of wrote this forecast um, market together. Um, and then, you know, decided to, to take that revenue and tokenize it, um, put this revenue that forecast is generating into um, like a, basically distribute that yield to people who stake the token. Um, and that's sort of how it 
sort of grew to to more than just just the two of us developers. Obviously, like we're still behind a lot of like behind the scenes running like um, like a lot of the indexer, um, a lot of the things that that keep the market running smoothly. But ultimately, you know, we've sort of passed a lot of it over um, to this DAO that we've tokenized recently. And it's interesting too the um, the forecast out um, the license is actually to the DAO. Um, that's sort of intentional. I mean, it's it's open source. Like the contracts are all on GitHub, but like on a on a technicality, like the the DAO can do uh, the DAO can choose to close source it if it if it so chooses, which is sort of a um, a fun uh, a fun thing to think about, especially in like current regulatory environment. Yeah, so to so, have the the DAO make those decisions. Um. So you you guys, or I guess. You personally have been working um, in the Juno network before on a project. Is that correct? I guess you 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 guys are all devs and have you know that developer background. I saw that the article was was published uh, in a mirror, right? So yeah. I see you have the .eth name. So maybe uh, talk to me about the journey that brought you to Juno network from Ethereum because that's always an interesting one. Yeah, actually, um, no. So, so we actually are ex Terra devs, um, sort of escaping from. There's nothing to really escape from in Ethereum, but in Cosmos, there's sort of like a flight of developers who are all focused in Terra, um, building these like just amazing DeFi tools and things. Um, and when that when that sort of blew up, like we all kind of dispersed and and went like a bunch of different places around Cosmos. Some of us even went to um. You know, like some of us even started building on on Polygon um, and other like ETH L2s. Uh, I don't know if anybody's actually building an ETH mainnet right now from, from Terra. But making the jump to Juno, um, like we had, we had uh, like coming from Terra uh, after that, we we like pulled around, looked a bunch of different places of, of okay, where can we take our current skill set um, of being Rust, Cosmos, and Devs? Because on Terra, it's basically you know smart contract network on Cosmos, basically the same language um, as on Juno. We took our skill set there. We said, okay, where can we go? Um, we had played around with with going to near protocol for a while, um, entertain the idea of learning Solidity, but it's just, it's like, it's such an investment to to learn like a, a brand new language like that, especially Solidity with all its, all its nuances and, and optimizations that you can do. Um, and so after like a month, or so bouncing around, uh, we sort of settled on Juno, um, which is funny because we were, you know, thinking we were going to end up in this far, far off place, um, and ultimately we just ended up, you know, basically right next door to where we uh, where we were a month ago. That's very cool. By the way, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with Rec Gang, but we we minted on Terra as well. Yeah, the Rec yeah. Wolf Collection, and we moved to ETH and Polygon, and now we're back to Juno. So. Kind of funny how <laughs> mm -hmm. all these ex-Terra lunatics uh, evolved, I guess, or you know, are trying out uh, to to implement their skill set where where it's valued. Um, very cool. Uh, so, so, oh, okay, I see. So, is it Dionysius? I'm not too sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you go ahead. You're also a dev, from my understanding, right? And and also an ex-Terra dev. Yeah, um, so it's the same story as Angel, and uh, I guess like the main one of the main reasons we came to Juno as opposed to like other networks 
um, that wasn't touched on was that it's like truly like the closest like sister to um, the Terra L1 where it's permissionless and there's like a strong community behind it. Um, getting a project like ours on, for example, Osmosis or like any of the other permissioned L1s would be kind of like a really long process and uh, really cumbersome. So instead of going that route, um, we chose to just do it on Juno because like it is like the most permissionless uh, Cosmos L1, the most secure permissionless. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fully get you. That was like our, our, you know, decision process as well. We just love the sandbox element of, of Juno Network. There's so many cool things being built. So that that makes me want to transition to. Um, I think a lot of people are familiar with the pancake swap game, where you predicted if you know uh, <laughs> if BNB would go up or down. So this reminds me a lot of, of you know that game. But I'm wondering what made you guys decide to create a predictions market on Juno Network. Um, so what was kind of the vision and the big idea behind that? So let's get started with yeah. the predictions market. Okay, yeah, for sure. So basically, um, when we were like brainstorming the ideas that we could do on, on Cosmos uh, more broadly, we were looking for a project that because the gap between Cosmos dApps and uh, what you can find on Ethereum, you know, like, like you just mentioned, like Pancake and its whole suite of products, um, the gap is like pretty enormous. So we were looking for the lowest hanging fruit on something that we could implement relatively quickly and also um, like just bring the m most interest. Because as you said, like a lot of people are familiar with the pancake swap predictions market and it's like a pretty popular thing to do on 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 bnb so when we were exploring all the different dApps some of them had already been done on cosmos and then this was like the lowest hanging fruit and that we thought we could really like um like generate a community out of nice so so basically i guess you wanted to create something that's fun and something that didn't exist in the cosmos. Was that kind of the big idea here in terms of why a predictions market? Yeah, so it's that. So it, it's all of those things. Like it didn't exist. It's fun. And also the um, the ease of implementation. Um, because when you look at um, the, uh, the pancake prediction market contract, you know, just to get in the weeds a little bit, uh, if, if that's okay, um, it's like a pretty like simple and um, intuitive contract to uh, transcribe, which is um, basically what we did. We took the Solidity contract and then just more or less translated it from uh, Solidity to Cosmosm. And so it was like all these three criteria, fun, uh, popular on, on other chains and you know, not existing currently, as well as ease of implementation. So just like low hanging fruit, basically. Yeah, and, and it helped us get to market like super fast. Like we started, you know, working on this. Basically, I mean, the contracts took us like very little time to implement. There's only two. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Angel, but yeah. Oh, uh, oh, so sorry. Um, so it seems like uh, Dionysus. Maybe you don't hear Angel 
but because he was speaking. <laughs> so maybe you should uh, leave it and, and come back. Oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. I'm getting kicked out. It's all good. <laughs> Already, man. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the, the contracts are themselves took us like no time at all to write because there's only two of them. There's the predictions market contract, which is the one that you interact with when you bet. Um, and there's the Oracle that feeds it. Um, and we can go into like what our solution is right now for an Oracle. Um, and compare and contrast that with what's coming on Juno uh, with this. Uh, I don't think it's in the proposal stage yet for like on-chain governance, but it's definitely been posted on Commonwealth a few times uh, just to gauge feedback. Um, but yeah, it, it helped us like, like choosing this product, um, like, like Dionysus said, like simple to implement on the contracts, like the UI took the most time, the indexing took the most time to actually build, but it helped us get to market basically like um, we launched on, you know, launched on November third with the market, um, and we had basically started building it like a, you know a little less than a month before. Um, we we like to we like to ship things pretty quick, um, but we also like to be careful. Um, and in this case, like the the contracts, you know, we went through and we audited ourselves, um, and they're entirely open source now. Um, the DAO can migrate them. If they say choose, um, anybody can make a pull request on the code that's, you know, it's entirely open on GitHub. Um, that's that's sort of the vision that we have is like build, you know, very quickly um, this sort of like ETH DAP parity that we're looking to, to build on, on Juno. Um, build it very quickly and then open source it um, and do so, you know, with the blessing of the community that we're working with um, and build something that, that people in our community find interesting as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and uh, I think what makes this product um, a little more special is your guys' implementation of, of Juno tooling, like uh, the Juno tools for the airdrop, but most importantly, using DowDow, right? So from my understanding, what you guys are doing is you're sharing the revenue from this predictions market. I like to call it the pancake swap game. <laughs> but you're sharing the revenue of this game with the holders of the 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 SAR token. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it. exactly um, correct. And yeah, uh, what's great about um, the the way we did it was all of these contracts. You know, big shout out to DowDow for just like shipping incredible um, tooling. And yeah, for the most part. Uh, like if you go through the proposals that we made on the Czar uh, DAO, uh, it's you know it's five proposals, and with that, uh, basically everything was plug and play. Like uh, the the DAO DAO people created this uh, contract that you can uh, fund to pay out stakers, and they created the whole DAO DAO thing. So that's where you can stake, and then we have like one one button on our website so you can claim your rewards but um uh for the most part yeah DowDow just like created some incredible tooling that we were able to leverage um more or less out of the box yeah and i i think we're um i think we're one of the first DAOs, if not the first on juno that's paying out this way um i know that a lot of other DAOs like pay out in the token that um that they're staking uh and that's sort of a more supported thing in DowDow than, than what we decided to do, but we did have to, like, you know, they, they wrote the contract and everything, but we did have to, like, 
uh, sort of do something a little bit um, like not, I don't know. Like, like it's something that that nobody on Data has really done before, so we did have to get a lot of help from their devs on on how to set this up and and work with them on like actually implementing this um, because we're paying out in a you know in a token that's not um, that's not part of the governance stake. So like as you stake um, with like liquidity providers on on Uniswap V two for instance, um, as you earn fees, those compound into your position, um, and in a lot of governance uh, like governance staking forums. Um, when you stake, right, and you uh, and your rewards come to you, you don't normally claim those. Those normally also compound in your position uh, that's staked. In this case, these are not, you know, these are being paid to you directly um, in Juno as opposed to compounding into your stake. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a little bit of a different governance scheme than anything that we've really seen on. I think we had saw this on on a, on Anchor on Terra. With their with how their governance paid out, I believe it was like you had to claim that separately. Can't remember if it was an anchor or not, but yeah, that's that's sort of the idea is that it pays dividends in Juno on the native network token as opposed to um, paying out of the Zardao. Um, so these are you know these are not being paid in the in governance tokens that you would normally be used to, which is you know it's interesting for the interesting tokenomics for sure. Um, just because like I mean, right now there, there's no, Angel, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give a trigger warning whenever you, you say anchor protocol, just, just <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, PTSD all around here, but, yeah. uh, I think it's genius that you guys are using, you know, the Juno token, because I think, um, some of the, I'm not going to say complaints, but you know, some of the feedback is is what is Juno useful for, and and there we go. You have this kind of game, and you get paid out in in Juno as well. Um, so it's good that you guys are adding utility to the Juno token, and obviously, I think people appreciate when it's the native kind of token that's being paid mm. out instead of uh, some coin that was created out of thin air, right? So it's very. I think people appreciate this. Yeah, and that was like, of course, we could have like uh, taken like a different approach and done like a, a burn for the token, or you know, you know, one of those like similar schemes. But um, we just felt that paying out in Juno, like we collect fees in Juno, so like first of all, it's just easier to pay out in Juno um, in some respects, but also it just feels. Uh, from like an optics perspective, it's, it just feels like more uh, real in the sense, even if a burn mechanism is basically the same thing in some ways, in a lot of ways. So yeah, that was like the motivation behind that as well is like, just, I think people would just rather get paid in Juno than whatever token we, we created. Yeah. And, and uh, also as part of that, um, like a, a token burn sort of benefits all holders, whether you're participating in governance or not. Um, but rewarding stakers directly in Juno sort of rewards those who are participating in governance, you know, voting on our proposals, voting on parameters, things like that. So it, it rewards more of a um, more of like a devoted um, like com like subset of community rather than just holders in general. Um, it rewards those who stake into the protocol and who you know, who are actually stakeholders um, and, and want to have their voice heard. It rewards them for, you know, for, for providing that voice for us. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, if we can go in a bit of specifics, okay. So could you walk me through kind of the game mechanics? Or I know we, we use a lot the word predictions market, but maybe some people are not familiar with it. And then I'll have actually some pretty technical questions afterwards. Well, I guess I'm not a technical guy, but um, I'll have some more specific questions on how it all works under the hood. So yeah, just go ahead and tell me like, you know, uh, what it is, uh, mm -hmm. explain like I'm five and afterwards we'll go into more detail. Okay. okay yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, prediction market basically means you're betting or, um, on the outcome of something in the future. So in our case, you're, uh, the way it's set up is you're betting on the price of Juno 15 minutes from when you place the bet basically. So, or when the round is over. And the way it works is that um, the game is set up in rounds. So currently there's a live round and then there's a next round. The live round is for people who bet um, on the previous round. And then the next round is for you to put your money into the round that's upcoming. So you're not betting on the live round because, you know, that money's already in, in play. Um, but you're betting on the next round that's coming up. And it's set up in 15-minute rounds. So you bet either up or down on the price of Juno, basically. Yeah, and so how are the odds determined in terms of payout, you know? Um, yeah, so the odds are all market-driven. Um, so if more people are betting down, so they think they're bearish on Juno, so uh, then the payout for betting up is going to be higher because everyone's betting down like for let's just like take like an extreme example <clears throat> uh everyone bet down and no one bet up right so uh betting down doesn't have any payout right but betting up if even even if you put one uh micro juno which is then you would get all of the pool in the in betting down so your payout would be like a million percent or something so it's the payouts are market driven and the more people that take a side the less lucrative it is to take that side as well but the more lucrative it becomes to take the opposite side yeah that makes sense it like the pancake swap game but it's good that you kind of uh, uh gave me the, the the description there so i guess my question here is um and I remember being a little frustrated with PancakeSwap is the fact that uh, some people can vote like at the last minute or, mm -hmm. or bet at the last minute. Is there any protection against that? The kind of, cause they sway the market with like a huge amount of, you know, BNB or, or Juno and that right. changes the odds completely. Yeah. So that's, I mean, so uh, it's really part of the mechanic of the game. Like you're given, 15 minutes to bet right so if people decide to bet at the very end um uh, there's not really like that's just like part of the mechanic that you were given a window to bet in and people decided to bet at the end right um we have like thought about maybe giving a weight to your bet like for example if you bet earlier maybe your what your bet weight is like higher um but uh just for like ease of implementation and, and like not confusing people because like that could like 
get a little confusing, even if it is like encouraging people to bet earlier. We decided not to go that direction um, just because, yeah, it, it could be like a little confusing and maybe not intuitive for first time betters. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, really a part of the mechanic. Like you're given a window and some people decide to bet at the very end. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and uh, I guess you guys were talking earlier about oracles, and we know that there there isn't an oracle on, on Juno, as far as I know. I think it's being implemented. So, so what was your solution to kind of have uh, the prediction of the price or having the accurate pricing of, of Juno for the game? Yeah. yeah so this is a uh, one of the uh, if you go on our GitHub. Uh, and I'll talk about it, but yeah, so it's on our GitHub as well, like how the price is sourced. Um, and this isn't like, uh, I wouldn't recommend anyone to actually plug into this Oracle as like a secondary person because we're only feeding prices at the end of the round. So we, we don't, uh, in the Oracle, it's not getting like a constant price feed because uh, it's not relevant for the game. The only relevant price is at the end of the 15 minutes or like close to the end of the 15 minutes. Um, but the solution, like where the actual feed comes from, it comes from both Juno Swap and Osmosis. So we take the price of Juno on Juno Swap and the price of Juno on Osmosis. We take the average of those two and we say that's the price. Since those are the most, most two like liquid markets for Juno, um, we thought it would it it would make the most sense to do it that way. Yeah, and at the end of the line, it's all part of the game, right? So you know, if if the price is is a little different than on an exchange, I don't think it's a big deal since um, <laughs> it's a gambling game, right? So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we we try to be. Uh, true to the most accurate on-chain price. So even, like we say, like, oh, there's an exchange somewhere. But, you know, Juno is not a very liquid asset, just, like, to begin with. So um, it, it's not on a ton of exchanges currently. Uh, so, yeah, we take the most liquid uh, markets and, and take the average price that way. So I think our solution is probably the most, or, like, close to the most accurate um, price oracle you, you could probably get for quoting Juno. Um, but that being said, it's a it's a small market cap token, so um, things can vary wildly even within 15 minutes. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, so you're right. It's it's a great kind of on-chain solution and you're getting the on-chain pricing, which is which is really relevant for a, for something like Juno. So, I'm wondering, you know, you, you guys built this up like you said really quickly and I think it works smooth. Um, and it's uh, want to thank you guys for for airdropping us the the tokens as well. So I think you guys have like a good infrastructure in place. So so what next for the predictions market? Like, what are your plans for the next month? For the next three months? So we're also uh, uh, like volunteer devs. So really, it's what's next is driven by. Um, like how much interest there is on us continuing the development or implementing other things. Um, we have like some projects in mind that 
we would love to implement and ship as well. But, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're volunteer devs. We're not, um, this isn't like something we're necessarily getting paid to do. So, uh, it's really market driven in that way too. Um, you know, if, if Juno, uh, one of the Juno grant committees is open to, uh, maybe funding some of the development that, that we have planned, then, uh, that would be a way for us to continue. But, uh, like I said, we, we are, uh, volunteers and, if there's not um, interest on what we have to ship, then that's totally fine. Well, uh, it doesn't have to, you know. Yeah. So if you guys are, are volunteering, I guess, you know, things like liquidity or the czar token, um, we, we don't expect that. Right. Cause I mean, it, it would be money from your pocket, which, which doesn't make sense. You've already <laughs> shipped the, the game. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, I, if there is a place to exchange, um, uh, Czar, uh, we would we would probably just seed it like initially, like not even a lot. Like we're talking like in the magnitude of like five Juno or something, just so that it exists. Um, but yeah, we're like I like you said, and like we said, we're, we're volunteers. We're not. Um, this isn't like a full time gig or you know thing for us so um in that capacity it, yeah it wouldn't make sense for us to just i don't know like yeah like 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 we're two devs so um the scope of the the project has to you know uh be manageable for for the scope of the team yes so i guess i'm wondering uh moving forward so your plan would be i mean you, hypothetically your plan would be to apply for a Juno grant in order to kind of expand on the predictions market and adding more offerings. Is that accurate? So we have like uh, a, a few ideas that we think could be really beneficial for the Juno community more broadly and then like Cosmos in general. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. Um, we would need to see either strong interest um, in Czar or uh, strong interest from the Juno uh, committees to um, encourage and facilitate uh, future development on, on the platform. So that's really where it lies because, you know, I, I don't want to beat the, uh, beat the point too, too much, but uh, we are, like I said, we are volunteer devs. It's not, um, we're doing this for fun basically so you know it, that the scope of it has to be manageable angel you had a comment oh no i was just gonna say yeah like we we like 100 percent want to do this or at least i want 100 percent do this full time um it's just yeah it's the trouble of, of figuring out like what like what else do we need to like what else can we build on juno like what kind of cool stuff um you know like would juno community really respond to um you know and and like Dionysus said i'm not i won't drop any alpha because i know it's recorded but uh <laughs> you know we we have a few ideas that are floating around that we're you know currently pitching currently designing things like that just to gauge interest we're all friends here it's <laughs> <a worry. laughs> yeah. you can drop some alpha um <laughs> I know, I know there's a, a lot of interest, I, I, I guess, in, in, in various gambling games, and it, that includes, you know, 
things like, uh, well, we know there's a casino already, but sports betting and all these kind of predictions game. Uh, you probably heard of uh, Poly Markets, I think it's called, um, on Polygon, where they do have, you know, weird things that you can bet on, like is, is Trump going to get reelected or not and things like that, which are also interesting, I think. So uh, there, there's a lot you can do with, with what you have already, I think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot we could do. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I think in the coming weeks, we'll we'll have like more clarity on on like, you know, what next and and what uh, what what the Juno community is interested in in developing. Um, but yeah, as of now, this, uh, you know, we'll we'll continue developing this as much as we can, though we think it's like um pretty good as uh as it stands um and it's on mainnet so that's pretty cool too yeah and and one thing someone had suggested we do um the other day that i thought was pretty cool is um like on a uh like like to put a chat box at the bottom or somewhere on the page where people currently in the round can you know just talk about you know price movements within that 15 minute window talk about you know what their position is um you know things like that some 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 sort of way to for people currently in that round to interact i think would be really fun that's um that's more of a you know like the contracts are basically you know contracts are basically final um i don't see us really expanding on the contracts but that you know you don't need to expand on the contracts to add you know different products different markets um or things like a chat box something fun like that yeah, that sounds really cool. I mean, the chat box, I would be trash talking and, you know, <laughs> I already see myself saying, uh, yeah, that's, bet down that's what it's and for. I'll be betting up, you know, kind of <laughs> psychology, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And it would, it would probably have a live feed too of, of, you know, who's, who's currently betting. That's also something that I think we have the capability to do right now, but we just haven't implemented is do like an activity feed. Um, and that could be very easily be rolled into that, um, you know, a community chat box. I think, um, some exchanges, uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was called like the troll box, um, where, where you would get in there with people who are leveraged, like, you know, way 100x. Um, I think this was on BitMEX, so it was 100x. But uh, yeah. Yeah, getting liquidated is really fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds really cool. So, so, so I guess for you guys right now, the focus is on. I guess this is my opinion too, uh, would be marketing and promoting and getting more people to adopt your platform and to play the game, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, that's um, that's pretty accurate um, for like expanding uh, this uh, the, the marketplace for sure. And, you know, there are things that we've like implemented such as like tournaments and stuff like that that we haven't really um that that aren't like currently on on the on the web page but that would be like pretty pretty doable for us to do but also at the same time uh it, this is uh not in strictly our hands because uh the the stakers have all the you know it's it's up to the the stakers at, at this stage uh like what's what gets implemented and such so it, we'd have to go through a proposal on like let's do a tournament and something like that yeah, yeah I think I a trading competition could be really fun we just had one with uh defi protocol i think uh 
there wasn't it was like a really new platform i i believe there was about 250 people that participated in kind of the leverage plays um and it was you know there was some prize money allocated but but uh i think uh could be really fun to have like the address that predicts uh most accurately most often and the one that loses most often the one that gets wrecked right so a lot of cool things you can do to bring engagement i think that's cheap right uh go ahead angel sorry oh um oh, i forgot what i was gonna add on that but yeah it's sort of like uh something like dydx leaderboards in that case like right now we only have this top earners thing um which obviously like if you bet 100 Juno um, and you win 20, so you have a 20% hit rate, um, you know, you, you, you earn 20 Juno. Um, so you technically earn more than someone who's, you know, 90% accuracy, but only betting with 10. Um, but yeah, I, I would, you know, I would like to see on that toppers page some, some sort of toggle. Um, obviously, like, I, we would be the ones to implement that. So uh i would i would like to implement i would not you know can't really say i would like to see because it's you know it's it's entirely open source um or actually actually no the website's not really so i guess that would have to be one of us too but the contracts are entirely out there you know auditable um and you can construct like the contract binary like bit for bit uh if you follow the instructions on building um, i know that's that's been a big thing for osmosis blobs that have been uploaded um is being able to reproducibly like verify that this is the contract that's uploaded to, to the chain. And so we've taken a lot of measures to to make sure that people can verify that that code is the code that's running. Yeah, just just so you know, we run a validator on Kujira. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <If> that, <laughs> well, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I think it's really exciting. Um, I, to me, it, it looks like what you build is is solid and it works. Um, and you guys shipped it really quickly. And now I think you're in the adoption phase where you want people to kind of engage and play with it. So afterwards, you get more feedback, you get more interest from the Juno community, and then you can kind of uh, expand your offering, right? If ever you apply for a grant or you get some sort of uh, angel investor that's interested in in pursuing the project. Yeah, yeah. And and. To, to like drive adoption, a lot of the big part is liquidity, um, not just in like a, not just in like a czar Juno sense. Um, oh, and by the way, there, there's a, um, you know, I, I made a PR to the Juno swap um, asset list adding like a Juno czar pool um, that doesn't have any liquidity in it yet. But as soon as it shows up on the UI, um, that'll be nice. I think I push, pushed it in last night, but the, on liquidity, um, the price pool like per round, is basically seeded by these two bots that are just kind of battling each other. One bet ups, bets up all the time, and one bets down all the time, um, and so they sort of cancel each other out. But that leaves a lot of room for someone to come in and, and bet um, on either side of those two. Um, so that, like, like if I was the only one betting in a given round, I would not, you know, I wouldn't win anything, and I have a fifty percent chance to lose everything that I put in. But if these rounds already have funds in them, then I you know, it's not like a all or nothing. It, it's not even all or nothing. It's just like a, you know, I, I either lose or I don't, you know, or I don't win, <laughs> basically. Um, so so seeding these rounds with funds from these two bots that are just going to town on each other um, is a good way to, to you know, to, to make the prize pool more interesting to play with. Um, obviously, like the more Juno that you put in, 
that you bet um, if you're substantially if you're betting substantially more than either of these two boxes, then you're going to throw the multiplier um, pretty far off of its current like two x, um, which I'm you know right now the current multiplier for the live round is is three x basically, um, and the one in the next round is two point oh two. Um, nominally, if the two bots bet against each other, this is just going to stay at two because one's betting up the same amount the other one's betting down. Um, but if you come in and you play, you know, you actually throw that multiplier um, sort of in the opposite direction. And it makes it really interesting for arbitrage bettors. Um, I haven't seen anyone doing like arbitrage yet, but that's definitely a strategy um, that, that like we've seen a lot of people on Pancake do. Um, their, their multipliers normally stay around two until like the last second. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I had a friend that built a bot there for for arbitraging, actually. So mm -hmm. he he'll probably be interested in this. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Okay, yeah, that, a, a lot of interesting things. I think we we talked about today, and and I'm really glad you guys uh, kind of made the time today to to share about your project because I think it, it came out of nowhere, right? Like the the airdrop, I mean. So, so people were kind of curious, you know, what is this about? And what's going on? Um, so I guess, could we talk a little bit about, you know, why did you guys decide to do a, an airdrop and, and pick out, you know, NFT communities as well? So what was kind of the rationale for that? And also, um, I'll open it up for questions from the public. It, do you guys mind? No, no, that's totally fine. Okay, so it, you can, you can talk uh, specifics about the airdrop and I'll open up the floor for anybody that wants to ask uh, questions. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So the motivation behind the airdrop and the whole like DAO thing was, well, uh, to start with, we had this market already live um, under the name DeliverDAO um, that we were running and all the fees were going to our DAO, which was basically just uh, me and Angel. Um, but we thought it'd be more interesting and, you know, more fair and more just, uh, a community oriented to give out the the fees and the fees are an, an important part just to um, maintain the site add development you know there's um, expense hidden expenses that I don't think um, people would think about um, but uh, so that's like a, a necessary part of it and um, to hand out we were thinking okay we want to give out the fees not to necessarily ourselves but to um, a community and bootstrap a community that way. And of course, like the best way to do that is to just uh, give people the opportunity to um, be a member of the community. And the best way to do that is through an airdrop. And the motivation behind uh, like, uh, like handpicking some communities was that, uh, you know, we wanted, uh, we wanted to target people who are already community oriented. And uh, we know that like NFTs and uh, and like Juno stakers um, have that sense of community that you can really uh, rally behind and build something together. So the motivation behind that was just like finding good communities that we thought had like good alignment with what we want to do, our vision for Juno. And those communities uh, happen to be, you know, the Bulls, um, Racks, uh, Juno Stakers, of course, who have like uh, a vested interest in seeing Juno um, expand and, and thrive. Um, so, yeah, that was the motivation. 
and uh, democratizing the the revenue and the DAO and all the contracts. Um, basically, everything's controlled by the DAO, um, or for the most part. So, uh, yeah, that was um, that that was the motivation behind that. Nice, I love it. And where does the name come from? Because it used to be called the Liver DAO, and you guys rebranded, I think. So, so yeah, what's the inspiration <laughs> for that? <laughs> so, uh, well, we were thinking like, uh, well, Deliver DAO is a great like developer like name. I or in my opinion, you know, I'm okay. I didn't make it, so I'm a little biased, but uh, uh, but it's a great name for like a developer studio, which is like more or less like uh if we w were to give ourselves a name that um like is super um uh maybe overstating <laughs> what we are but uh deliver dao would be like a develop developer studio but that's not necessarily like a good name for like a community um per se right um so uh, you know, it'd be like calling your community Cosm Wasm Dow or something like it has to you need to have like good fit. Um and we thought that Czar or like Caesar, uh, which is like the origin um uh of it like a Greek Greek origin, we thought that was like a unique, um, interesting and kind of in line with um Juno branding in a lot of ways. They have like a lot of Greek and Roman um iconography and and design design language so we thought yeah just play on that play on the uh on on, on the current juno branding and yeah that's what that's what we came up with oh okay because I, I, I thought it was it was a russian inspiration actually right because you have the the tsars or or, or czar so I thought it was the you know like the the Russian rulers or something like that. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Caesars are the Russians are like they all yeah, have yeah, like yeah. <laughs> same uh, etymology, I guess. And um, but yeah, that was that was uh, like the origin story of that. Very cool. And and are y'all? I saw that y'all had uh, maybe uh, some sort of. Uh, uh, a meme angle. I don't know. Maybe I read that in the. Where did I read this? So, somewhere I read that somewhere that you guys would be doing memes, and I see the your you know your PFP is is a, a little memey as well. So will there be more lore and memes coming from y'all as well? <laughs> this is important for us uh, in the community. Angel, you want to take that one? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I think that's um I think that's part of our description on on Deliver Dow. I mean not Deliver Dow, on Dow Dow zone. But yes, um neither of us are, are very great at doing anything except being developers. Um We're not funny. Okay. No, we're not we're not funny. We're not great. <laughs> I think at, that was a really funny statement. <laughs> <laughs> we're not funny. We're not great at community management. We're definitely not great at design. Um I'm certainly not a visual artist. Uh neither is Dionysus. And so we're just yeah, it's um, we're in we're in that stage where where we've built something, um, and we want to, you know, more like grow our community around that. Um, and and so yeah, so there's definitely you know more memes coming in that in that sense. Um, hey, we 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 should definitely partner. Like I feel like uh, <laughs> you know we we do meme contests all the time, and and we have some pretty good folk uh, that that can do some amazing memes in my opinion i think we're the best in, in the cosmos and uh you know joe's is obviously a really good one too uh but uh it, i know the group that fit him so 
yeah, we should definitely have something, you know, for community building and, and memes together. I feel like uh, we, we could definitely organize something. I'm not, you know, committing to anything and you're not committing to anything, but I think it's a good idea to explore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially, yeah, like, and, and like another big reason that we picked um, Rec Game in particular to drop to is because we're sort of, you know, come from the same like Terra-ish background, um, however long ago that was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sort of can experience in that in that sense. Yeah, I feel like that um, experience aged me um, <laughs> ten years. So yeah, can, can we have a predictions <laughs> market for for Luna Classic? Uh, like it, <laughs> that, would, that would be extremely popular. I, it would be, um, you know. So we're we're gonna we're gonna we might run with that. Yeah, um, we can do any like we can do any price feed like anything we can get a price feed for. Um, and there's even, you know, there's even possibility to expand beyond that. Um, like, like, like either yes or no questions that are provided by an Oracle, um, either that is run, you know, by the DAO or that, um, it's sort of more like a, what, what, what they would call like an optimistic Oracle where someone submits an answer and someone else can challenge it. And then it's put to a vote. Um, if anybody challenges it sort of like in a Ethereum L2 sense of like you submit transactions. Um, and then someone can challenge them if those transactions are not correct. Uh, sort of the same idea, but I, I totally forgot where I was going with that, but yeah, <laughs> we definitely, definitely more room for, um, probably adding more markets in like, like Luna classic <laughs> be fun one. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, I, I also understand like the, like you said earlier, uh, let's go with this Juno idea, see how much engagement and, and adoption we get. And if people really like it, then you, you guys can always add uh, more tokens and, you know, uh, more <laughs> more surveys or whatever it is to expand. I'll, I'll open it up again for, for the public. There's there are any questions from uh, the rec folk. I think Giannis wanted to do a meme contest. He was pretty happy about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, outside of that, if y'all have any questions please feel free to speak up or you know uh we have him here for an ama go ahead uh Dinos. oh no i was just i i just leave it my mic on full transparency <laughs> all right we have uh giannis who's a, a professional um shit poster a professional memer and a professional contest winner as well. And he does his uh, PhD in olive oil. And that's, that's a fact. It's actually true. So um, that, that's his side job. Uh, go ahead, Giannis. Did I hear the word olive oil? Yeah. While you were joining, I kind of gave him a little bio about yourself. Um, I'm glad you didn't hear that. Go ahead, Giannis. Can can you hear me? I, I think I got Yeah, uh, yeah, we hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay. I for a moment there I think I got rugged. Uh <laughs> it is the first time in an actual AMA that uh you know I had real questions. But uh Berserker being uh, a really great host, ask uh, about all of them without me even telling him anything. So it's always, you know, the cycle always 
uh, is completed when I just joined to shit talk. So let's talk about memes. Um, yeah, we definitely should do some uh, uh, meme contest, and especially for the you know price prediction of Luna Classic. I think uh, the community will will be thrilled to have this. Hey, you know we're 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 uh, shit talking Luna Classic, but but I think market cap wise, it's 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 higher than Juno, right? Like if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I think Luna yeah. Classic is still like top forty or something. Like it, it might even be bigger than Osmosis. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so. Okay, yeah, Janice. So you'd like to, to participate in a contest and possibly win something. Uh, noted. Uh, Astro Wolf, go ahead. Hey, hello, guys. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, I just want to say thank you for um, our friends here that give us the airdrop for, for the token. So I can wait uh, to see that token go to the moon. So, so thank you, guys. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No. Uh... Yeah, yeah. When when they, they they all wanted to go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> we need a we need a Juno swap pool first, I believe. <laughs> someone someone had asked me um, how much is this token worth right now. I'm like zero. You can't even, like any trade is OTC. Um, just because it's it doesn't have a Juno swap pool, obviously getting on, on, on Osmosis Frontier um, would be sort of like a more permissionless way. But we wanted to go a like a Juno native um, route, and to do that, um, you basically have to just add it to the Juno swap UI. Uh, right now, there's no liquidity in the pool uh, and no incentives. But you know, if the DAO should so choose, um, we can hold a governance vote to like incentivize that pool with some of the community pool tokens. Yeah, and you know, I, I think Juno Swap makes more sense because right now it's really like a, a Juno solution for the most part. Um, it's nice to be on Osmosis Frontier, but but maybe once you you grow, that would be like a, a good idea. But for now, I think it, it makes perfect sense to be on Juno Swap. I don't know. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would need to like it, like the the target right now is Juno community, um, and so putting it on Osmosis would mean you'd have to. Bridge your liquidity over swap, bridge your liquidity back, kind of deal. Um, you know, with it, it really depends on on what denomination your liquidity is in as well. Uh, whether you need to go through Axel or whether you can bridge directly using Juno or some other native Juno token. Um, but yeah, I, I agree that the Juno swap just makes like more sense as a as a Juno project. I have a question for you. Actually, it just came to me, but. Um... What kind of fee uh, or rake does does uh, I think it's it's three percent uh, on your end, right? But do you know what what kind of rake pancake swap takes or the pancake? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. So it's uh, across the industry, it's it's three percent. So there's another really popular market called um, PRDT Finance. Um, they're also on BNB, and it's basically a pancake fork, um, but uh, the UI is a bit different. I guess is like the main difference. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, across the industry, it's like a standard, uh, 3%. It's similar to like, um, like LP pools where the standard is like 0.3%. 
Um, so we just like opted for for that. But it is configurable by the DAO. So if they want to crank it up or crank it down, that's totally um, their prerogative. And yeah. also, like in the contract, there's like a burn Juno like functionality that is currently turned off. But you know, totally configurable by the DAO. If they want to burn one percent of all the Juno that comes through, then they could totally do that too. Um, before you move on, we have Jimmy the Otter requesting. I don't know if you're familiar with Jimmy. He can ask good questions, but sometimes uh, people uh, don't appreciate his style. So, are you guys okay if I bring him up? Up to you. I mean, sure. That's that's totally cool. Go ahead, Jimmy. Hit us with your. Your oh hardest. I, I missed Jimmy so much. I missed Jimmy. Yeah, so I much. missed him too. It's been a long time. Uh, we haven't seen him. I don't know. He's not requesting for our spaces. Jimmy, go ahead. Been a long time. He's first time speaker. I have a few comments. Um, not you know doesn't entirely have to be about the Czar Dow. Um, however, regarding the Czar Dow, I should mention it has a lot of good components. Let's admit that, right? Um, However, one has to admit why it must be a DAO. Uh, I would actually appreciate projects that were not DAOs, to be honest. I sometimes feel that DAOs are used by core teams to offload their project as like a turnkey project. Um, beyond that, it must be said that DAOs don't have a very good reputation right now. But it is built by DeliverDAO, right? And DeliverDAO yeah. is all about the tooling as is and when i accept the terms i know that there is a lot of good proposals right in deliver dao description proposals oracle admin proposals prediction market proposals and most of those are executed it's got a public treasury of a lot of money right now 96 usdc which is approximately yeah we're, we're rolling in it <laughs> it's got some voting members strong decentralization at play two one to fifty percent the other one fifty percent this is important and of course the quorum yeah, is twenty so, percent uh, so by having just two you get to meet that quorum pretty easily the passing threshold is majority so there's only two though so I guess if you know for example I was in a similar situation not too long ago I was in charge of a DAO. I was both the head of the DAO and the treasurer of the DAO. As the head of the DAO, I proposed that we did something. But as the treasurer of the DAO, I passed it on to the treasurer, and I looked at it, and I said it was not possible with the funds that we had. So I passed it back to the head of the DAO, and that was also me. And the head of the DAO said, well, let me fine-tune, let me tweak some things. I sent the proposal back to the treasurer, and yes, the treasurer being me, I rejected it again. So I feel like it's kind of that kind of situation, like delivered out. Probably the same person. Okay. Okay. Can, can okay, I? Okay. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks. Can I address uh, so some of those? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. And and uh, yes, some of these points are good. So go ahead. So so there's two DAOs, um, and I think it's a little confusing, just because like first we were a developer studio, so deliver DAO DAO on DAO DAO, the DAO on DAO DAO, right? Um, trying to avoid saying DAO. A billion times, but so that's uh, just me. You're failing Angel, ethically, right? Uh, so that's just me and Angel, and that's meant to be like us as like developers, and you know, 
it's really just for me and Angel to like hold ourselves accountable and like in a trustless way. Um, but that's not what uh, the Zar Dao Dao on Dao Dao is. Now I'm trying to say Dao a billion times. Okay, but, but let me ask. So, um, you have so two that Dao. Dao like sorry, you have two Daos. You're double D. So one, yeah, yeah. So one Dao, deliver Dao, is the. It's just me and Angel, and it's us just to have a Dao for ourselves, right? Um, the second Dao, Zar Dao, is the one that controls the, uh, the the prediction market and the Zar Dao token. So that's um, just to like address your point about like two people on the Dao. Well, that's just like me and Angel. You know, we're you know we're two people, and we can have a Dao. That's cool. The Zardao one, that's the um, all the token holders. And we don't have, like, Zardao doesn't give you, like, strict statistics on, like, how many stakers there are, but um, that is much broader scope than the DAO that me and Angel made just for ourselves to be on Juno. Okay, if and, I can quickly yeah. come back here just to fully understand and comprehend this. Our DAO is not the same as Zardao, but Zardao is similar to Deliver DAO, same people, but it happens to be two DAOs. One DAO is used to be accountable no, to no, the no, other sorry. DAO. Yeah, but yeah, the DAO that is our DAO yeah, is not the I, same I, as yeah, Zar DAO. Yeah, I do think you misunderstood a bit. So Zar DAO, Zar DAO is strictly, right now it's the prediction market, right? And that is all the people we right. airdrop to. That's us as well. DAO DAO is just a way for me and Angel to organize ourselves, right? So that's more and or less about unrelated. Out. Yeah, that's delivered out. And it's more or less unrelated at this point. Okay, which one is our, our which one is our DAO and DAO DAO then? What? There is no you said our DAO. DAO, Jimmy. No, there is no so, sorry, Zardao. Zardao. Like Oh Zardao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Zardao. Then which is... one's DAO DAO? You said DAO DAO a few times. Am I incorrect? Well, yeah, we're on DowDow. DowDow is the platform that we're on that they created all the tooling for us. Who's they? Oh, the, oh what? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, Jimmy. That yeah. was good. That Thanks, was Jimmy. Good. I don't know. Um, okay. So, so I do want to follow up on one of Jimmy's questions here, and I think it's a really good one. Uh, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, I think you asked a good question, which is... Does it have to be a DAO? And I think that was a fair question uh, yeah. on, you know, kind of uh, you guys taking this approach and instead of, of being, you know, kind of the, uh, um, an independent project, right, that, that you guys lead it. Right. I mean, well, like, it just makes sense to be a DAO, right? Um, there are uh, stakeholders, which is like the Czar DAO, uh, DAO on DAO DAO. Um, and there are parameters that you can configure on the marketplace. So if it's not a DAO, then the question is, okay, if we need to change something, uh, how do we do that? And what's the best approach to do that, right? Well, the best approach or what, what we feel is the best approach is a DAO because they're the ones that control the, or they're the ones that are getting the revenue. They have a stake in making sure the platform is running smoothly, smoothly, and the parameters are tuned uh, perfectly, um, or to the best of their ability. So, 
it does it need to be a DAO? In my opinion, yes, because uh, like I said, there are parameters in at play, and um, also just to run the market, there's like a lot of like hidden costs that I don't think a lot of people um, would know about, uh, such as like running an Oracle, hosting the site, running the Akash instances, there's indexers, there's like um, a lot of things where if there is no one, uh, if there is no revenue, um, then someone is taking a loss and that would be us, right? So it wouldn't make sense for us to just do that. Um, since, like I said, we are just volunteers and uh, making it a DAO just makes it so that um, the the stakeholders um, have a voice in the parameters of their of their marketplace, basically. So in my opinion, it, it does need to be a DAO just because there are parameters that um, are configurable. Yeah, yeah. to run smoothly. And uh, and if you know if if we had left this as delivered out, basically being a, a one of two one of two multisig, um, you're ultimately just sort of um, like subjecting yourself to the whims of those two people on the multisig. But now, um, like the multisig that we have, this delivered out has like basically no, yeah, it doesn't have any permissions at all on the market, right? The the market's totally owned by by Zardao, um, and that's that's by design. Um, just so that you don't, you know, so that as a token holder that you have a voice in the parameters and the addresses and contract upgrades and things like that. Um, otherwise, right, we could, you know, if we had left this as delivered out and left the contract upgradable, we could just rug it at, at any point. But as it is right now with the DAO, it would have to go through a vote to upgrade the contract itself, uh, which I think is a much more, uh, a much stronger approach. Um, a much more decentralized approach. Uh, and, and a lot of the communities I've interacted with on Juno, um, like they, they've really inspired me. Um, and like their their commitment to decentralization, that's something that, that I strive for us to have as well is to be as decentralized as possible. Um, and also to be like as, you know, a, a, like have the community be as involved um, in the decisions as we are because uh, we sort of built this but we want like everyone to to love it and to have their voice um heard on on like the future of it yeah thanks and i guess you know like you said earlier you're, you're a pretty small team so the community could actually help you um elevate the project here and it's not like you guys are making any money right now uh, anyways so that <laughs> there isn't anything to rug so uh I think it, it it definitely makes sense to have that structure, especially on the Juno network. <laughs> yeah, about um almost all the fees that are collected um at the current moment are coming from those those two bots that are basically like seeding the rounds, um providing liquidity for people to bet up or down. Um, it's sort of funny. Um, on on like V one of the market, this was very much the case. Um, was that basically we were collecting fees in the DAO, uh, and I was. <laughs> basically just paying those fees to the DAO myself, running these two bots all the time. This is kind of funny. Like you would, you would watch the bot wall. It's sort of slowly get drained by fees, um, like over the course of like two or three weeks. Um, but that ultimately just went to the treasury. <laughs> so that's what, that's where that yeah, $90 in our delivered all treasury <laughs> comes from. Yeah. Yeah. It was cyclical. Yeah. So, but now the stakers are actually getting like a small portion of that. So even better. Uh, yeah, for, for I mean, the they get they get they get all of it. Um, that's not, yeah, that's not like um, either a stake by the DAO or a stake by us. I think we have. I think 
Dionysus and I have like 20 or 15% of the current stake, but that just sort of will slowly go down as people claim in stake, um, things like that. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess uh, I'll open it up one last time. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy left, unfortunately, but uh, I think he made a few good points. I hope he didn't uh, bother you too much. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he just misunderstood. I think he was conflating the two DAOs, and that's where his confusion. I think he was confusion... trolling you guys. I, yeah, I that's he fine. He fully understood. It, it's, uh, it's his usual MO. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Don't worry about it too much. Um, all right. So I think it's been uh, an hour and five minutes or something like that. And like I mentioned earlier, this space uh, is recorded. We have Terra Spaces here. Thank you, Finn, for recording this so people can listen to the recording and learn about you guys uh, and what you guys are building in the Juno network. I think it's super exciting. Uh, for future steps, like I said, we'd love to collab in some way uh, to promote, I guess, the adoption of the platform because I think it's it's, it's really fun. And, you know, since we did get the airdrop i think it's kind of a um it's a win-win basically um so yeah let, let's keep in touch for that i don't know if you guys have any closing thoughts i i certainly don't have any <laughs> i think uh, no. i think we've run through yeah we've run through the whole gamut of what the market is how it works what is the dow everything like that um i think every question i could think of is answered but i also you know had a big hand in building it so yeah, no, um, I guess the closing thought would be thanks for uh, hosting this um, and giving us a, a platform to, you know, talk about it and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, really yeah, appreciate this, that. This is actually the first spaces that we've done as, as Zardal. Um, and we want to do one that's, you know, that, that is like a sort of like a Zardal community thing. But this has been a, yeah, this has been a really good opportunity to, to speak about what we're building and what we're looking forward to building. Yeah, you guys, you know, you, I'm sure you guys will have more more uh, opportunities for, for these spaces as, as the platform grows. I mean, uh, I, I might might I recommend that you reach out to Croncats. I don't know if you're familiar, you're probably familiar with them, but they hold a, a Juno Builds, I think, or Juno Ships spaces. Also, the friends at um, PFM uh, that used to, are still on Terra, actually. So um, they hold spaces too. So if you guys, you know, they're good hosts. So kind of giving you guys some recommendations if you want to promote your project. I think spaces is one of the best ways. It's cheap, it's free, <laughs> actually. And um, you get the word out and people can ask questions. So um, I would recommend that too, if, if you all have the time. Okay, very cool. Uh, thanks again. Thank you. And thanks to all the listeners. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll see you in, in Discord and uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, have a good rest of the day. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Cesar Dow AMA hosted by the Rec Gang. Recorded on Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC. Anymore.
Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces. <laughs>